0: To the morning quickie, Wednesday, June 5th, as we come in uh, to set you up with today's biggest sports stories and a couple stories from around the globe. Uh, I guess the biggest sports news coming out of the day, we're in that weird time, anyways, where we're going to start really uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Hopefully, this is a lot better in football season. Uh, But we uh, start with UCLA winning the College World Series with a walk off single. They went 5-4. to four. We get a play at the plate. Uh, runner gets in under the catcher as UCLA wins its 12th national championship. 5-4 to four as they sweep Oklahoma. Some big news coming out of the NBA as we get set for uh, game three of the finals tonight. Kevin Durant officially out. Klay uh, Thompson questionable. We'll see if he plays tonight. Talked about it a little bit yesterday, but you know, obviously, even if Clay plays, to me, that's going to be an issue, a hamstring. Klay Thompson, so far in the playoffs, averages, I believe, it's 2.8 miles per game. The second most in the uh, playoffs. He runs around a lot. He runs off a lot of screens. The effect of cutting. Hmm. So even if um, even if he uh, plays and he's limited, that's going to be a big deal for Golden State. Uh, maybe the biggest uh, sports story, though. I mean, you know, off to the court, off the court, off the field, that caught my eye yesterday was Stephen A. Smith's report saying that he thinks he's been told that Kyrie uh, Irving is heading to Brooklyn. Not the Knicks. Says, hey, Kyrie's coming to New York, all right, but not going to be in the garden. He's going to Brooklyn, which, you know, Kyrie's from the area. It satisfies the need of getting to a bigger market, getting to New York City. Brooklyn. I mean, obviously, the Nets made the playoffs this year. It's a better setup than the Knicks. They'd have to make an interesting decision with D'Angelo Russell, who was an all-star this year and was good. I think D'Angelo Russell still uh, plays a weird brand of basketball. He's kind of a chucker. He doesn't really play the efficient type of point guard that you want. (sighs) Can't quit yarding. Just roll straight out of bed to give you this quickie. But they'd have to make an interesting decision with D'Angelo Russell. They'd have to renounce his rights before signing a max free agent unless they could move someone like Alan Crabb, who has one year left on his deal. Uh, But Brooklyn could theoretically open up a lot of cap space if they were able to move Russell and Crabb. They would be able to maybe pursue Kevin Durant. The second part of the story was, Dad, Durant's not likely to go to Brooklyn, which would then make... Basically, uh, would you want to go to the Knicks to play by yourself, Durant? Or would you stay in Golden State? I don't know how much to believe this. I don't think they would do something like this. But Nike has uh, released a Kevin Durant shirt. Where basically it's, if you remember the Fire Jones Tour, it's basically like the Fire Jones Tour shirt where uh, you got Kevin's pitcher on the front. And then on the back you have all the cities he's played in. Starting like in Maryland with high school. Going to Texas and Austin, obviously, Seattle, Oklahoma City. Then they got Oakland, where he plays now, and San Francisco, where the Warriors are supposed to play next year. Nike already selling these shirts. I don't think they would put these out on accident. Seems like they know a little bit more than, you know, everybody uh, you know, A lot of people go back to whenever he announced go- that he was going to Golden State and saying, yeah, this is 100% Nike's decision. Like Nike pushed him to Golden State. And if you think about it, Nike is his employer. You might be like, what the hell are you talking about? But Nike, especially back when he made the decision to go to Golden State, Nike was paying him almost three times, if not more, uh, than what the Thunder or the Warriors were paying him. And they're like, hey, we want you to go to Golden State, get in this market, get on the super team, and knock down Steph Curry and this and this Under Armour charge. A lot of people thought it was the shoe company who kind of helped Durant decide where he was going. Now the shoe company has put out a shirt that maybe is tipping where he's going. I don't know. We'll see. But it's just something to keep an eye on. Like, I believe the shirt is already... Uh, For sale as well. A little bit of uh, news uh, in the NBA. Another little story. Uh, The Pelicans. I think uh, last week on the quickie, we we told you that they're trying to, uh, they had dinner with Anthony Davis, trying to convince him to stay. Well, they gave up on that, apparently, as they are now listening to trade offers for Anthony Davis. I guess they realized, eh, this isn't going to work out. Let's go ahead. Let's get this guy traded. So something to keep an eye on there. We are 15 days away from the draft. If you're a Tennessee fan and you don't listen to Talk Sports, the best show in Knoxville, uh, period. No more disclaimers. Just the best show in Knoxville, period. But uh, Grant Williams showing up in some mock drafts in the second round now. Although uh, I saw one on CBS Sports yesterday that had both Grant and Admiral in the first round with Admiral going as high as 23. We'll see. 15 days away from the draft. We'll see a lot of – you'll have teams like the Thunder talking about how they want to trade a first-round pick to shed some salary cap. You'll have, I mean, teams like the Brooklyn Nets who have multiple first-round picks who will want to shed their first-round picks to help shed salary. That way they could chase Kyrie Irving and a friend. So, uh, 15 days away from the draft, Anthony Davis on the move. Obviously, a team like the Knicks and the Lakers have top five picks and young players they could try to put together to uh, get rid of him. But if you keep up with what happened with, Kyrie, uh, you know, with uh, it happened with Paul George a couple years ago, it seems like it's happening with Kawhi Leonard. Teams making this move and risking a one year rental, thinking, "Hey, we can win them over with our culture, our fan base." It worked for Paul George and the Thunder. You know, they signed him to a long-term deal. And the latest reports are that Kawhi Leonard is going to sign a two-year deal in Toronto and stay for two years. It would make sense financially as he would be eligible for more money uh, two years from now when he has 10 years in the league. When you're 10 years in, that's when you can really sign a max contract. So, it makes sense for... Uh, Kawhi Leonard financially to just stay in Toronto for two years so you know with Paul George and Kawhi maybe staying put on one-year rentals maybe the Pelicans will start getting big offers from other teams that aren't on uh, Davis's preferred list give a little baseball news the Braves shout out to the Braves oh give up four runs in the first but Alex Riley homers just kidding I know I kept messing that up the other day. Uh, Alex Raleigh is a professional wrestler. But I like I don't even know who Alex Raleigh is. I guess I've just heard of him for a long time. So I, I have it ingrained in my membrane. But Austin Riley, Austin Riley continues his tear as he hits a homer. Hits a three-run bomb. A little bomb ski to put the Braves up. And they don't give that lead back. You had, you know, all of the Braves. Or not all of the Braves, but a lot of the Braves hitting bombs last night to really uh, blow out Pittsburgh. Like I said, they fell behind. Uh, they scored a run the first and then gave up four in the bottom. But then scratched and clawed their way back and won that game 12-5. Uh, Austin Riley, Josh Donaldson, Freddie Freeman, all homer. Uh, the Braves are now tied for first with the Phillies. The Phillies have lost five in a row. And the Braves are tied at the top of the NL East. Shout out to Austin Riley. Nine home runs. Since getting caught up. I feel like he's been caught up like like three weeks. And he's already hit nine bombs. Rookie of the year. MVP. Hell, he's going to have a chance to uh, sweep and win both. A little bit of news in the squared circle. The squared circle is a wrestling ring. You got a standoff of two, uh, I mean, icons, I guess. Goldberg was always kind of a joke to me. He was cool at first. Then you're kind of like, okay, uh, Enough. I don't know, I wasn't a huge Goldberg fan, shout out to WWF, I was a WWF guy, WCW could go to hell, as you saw when they went out of business, but uh, you get a face off last night, Goldberg, an icon of the late 90s, early 2000s for WCW, uh, going face to face with The Undertaker, an icon in WWF slash WWE for the last 30 years, they're doing a uh, match out of nowhere on Friday, as uh, the WWE goes back and gets more blood money from Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia keeps giving them a lot of money to come and uh, put on shows for them and the people in Saudi Arabia. They're a little bit behind when it comes to wrestling, so they want all the old guys. This is which is why every time they go, you get these throwback matches. Like last time, you had uh, Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement to. Tag with Triple H to go against The Undertaker and Kane. They wanted old guys, so they got old guys. This time they're getting Goldberg, Undertaker kind of as the main attraction. Triple H, Randy Orton will be there as well. But, man, um, really nervous for Goldberg and The Undertaker, who are both in their 50s, both not really good anymore. Hopefully uh, they don't get hurt. And I don't say that sarcastically. Like, I hope they don't break their hips. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope the dead man doesn't actually die. Last couple of times he's been in the ring have not been good. Uh, just something to keep an eye on. As you see that go across the breaking news scroll, uh, Undertaker breaks a leg trying to lift Goldberg. Breaks Goldberg's neck. Former Georgia player dead in the middle of the ring in Saudi Arabia. More after the break. I don't know if you saw the viral video. If not, track it down. It's... It's one of the most unintentionally funny things I've seen. As firefighters rescue a 74-year-old woman who suffered an injury while hiking, they, I guess, hook her up to the bottom of the uh, helicopter to try to airlift her out. And man, this thing—just uh, her, her, her board that she's in, and the bag she's in as they're trying to lift her—just keeps spinning. Obviously, as the chopper is swir- you know swirling and the uh, blades are going. Uh, you know, it's creating friction, or creating, I guess, movement, I don't know what the hell the word I'm looking for is, but she just starts really spinning, like, like, roller coaster, like, you'd pay to go do this at an attraction, or a fair, a carnival, Dollywood, somewhere like that, she gets it for free when she didn't want it, and uh, it spun her like crazy, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, like, I just kept laughing, I showed, My girlfriend at dinner last night, and she was just like, oh, my God, why are they doing this to her? Is she okay? Really funny video that you should go watch. Uh, Following up on yesterday's story about Facebook getting worse for Mark Zuckerberg as we have a uh, big-time activist Facebook investor calling for an independent investigation into the company's governance structure. New York City Comptroller Scott Stringer who controls around $785 million of Facebook stock, says, hey, we got to get somebody independent in here to investigate Zuckerberg, to throw Zuckerberg out. Says it must be done by, quote, someone who is independent of the board amid concerns that even external board members lack the objectivity necessary to assess governance arrangements because they owe their seats to Zuckerberg. says that Facebook has failed to adjust to the additional responsibilities that come with the company's vastly expanded size and reach. Zuckerberg's outsized role at Facebook must end. The company is depending entirely on one person who is accountable to no one to run the day-to-day and conduct oversight of the company's ever-expanding operation, which demonstrates a lack of basic business sense and keeps the company in a constant state of turmoil. Like, I don't know if they make diss tracks. I don't know if they make diss tracks uh, in business, but it seems like my man Scott Scott Stringer just dropped some ether on Zuckerberg. Facebook's insular, insular boardroom must be cracked open because the company has no accountability to its users, its investors, or our democracy. Ugh. Feel that soul burn slow zuckerberg said he didn't have a basic business sense says he, he demonstrates a lack of basic base, business sense and keeps the company in a constant state of turmoil no accountability to its users its investor or our democracy it doesn't even respect the us of a Feels like a diss track from a, a pretty big investor. Now you know we uh, we 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 talked about yesterday how 68 percent of the investors are you know have no confidence right now in Zuckerberg and want him overthrown. Now you have this charge. Life comes at you fast, Mark. I feel like you know two years ago we were talking about how this uh, Mister Robot looking motherfucker would would run for president. Now he's going to get fired from his own job that he started. I don't feel like he's going to get the presidency anymore, uh, but maybe we get a fire sequel to Social Network. All right, that's the morning quickie. Hope it was as good for you as it was for me. We'll do it again tomorrow.